the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Call area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. You'll be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss welcoming all of you to the program, and I have good news, I have great news, I have fantastic news. Guess who is on here with me? That ever-ready, beautiful wifey, okay, that's what I call her, I call her wifey, uh, she calls herself wifey too, that's Sister good. Moss. How are you doing, Sister Moss? I'm doing great, I'm doing great. Well, you know, well, let me, let me say this, I, well, because of <laughs> the Lord Jesus Christ being in my life, I am doing great, all right, okay, all right. from that standpoint of view. But, but kind of tired, you know, dealing with some fatigue stuff. But you know what? Uh, it's okay. You know, um, at least I'm able to get on the radio. As I promised Thank you. Um, that I would assist you on Friday. So I think this is the third time uh-huh. I've actually I've actually assisted you. This, this is actually the third time. So it's good to be on the air. And uh, solicit your prayers. I do solicit your prayers because I do deal with the condition that the uh, called chronic fatigue syndrome, and it leaves me in most cases. But, you know, I thank God that I'm not bedridden, so that's a blessing. So keep me up in prayer. Okay? And, and, you know, and I pray for you all the time. It's just amazing how much you get done in spite of the fact that you, you know, have the condition. So yeah. God is really blessing you. Yes, know. he is. Just yes. good to have you uh, with us. Good to be here this Friday. All right. We want to let everyone know that the number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And we're dealing with questions that will be coming from Sister Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in fact, a lot of them dealing with apologetics. You know, yes. we've got that big apologetics conference coming yes. August 28th. We encourage uh, everyone to uh, uh, show up and be a part of that. It's the beginning of a number of uh, conferences that we will have. Uh, it's called Apologetic Boot Camp. 
that has a militaristic tone to it. I think that's how Definitely we need to get it. It's to train Christians to be able to defend the faith that is attacked, whether it's by cults, whether it's by uh, science or anything. That's what we'll be dealing with. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be on August 28th. We're still putting it all together. Mm-hmm. But uh, about looks like about uh, 10, 30, 10 o'clock, we'll be announcing that'll be the time we start. And... I found a copy, which was surprising. It was like finding one of the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I found a copy, an untouched copy, because Sister Marsh knows. Every book I have, I mark it up. You mark it up. <laughs> so, listen, listen, listen. He marks it up ferociously. No, I don't. When I use the word ferocious, <laughs> trust me, ferociously. Uh, when I want to pick the book up and take a look at it and say, honey, well, let me look at that book for a second and read <laughs> You can't read anything. Oh, don't tell it, It's not legible at all when he's all done ferociously marking up his books. Trust me. Well, that's what I do. I just circle. I just mark. But uh, this was a blessing. Somehow God hid this book that away. That was a miracle. <laughs> that was a Where miracle. It was untouched. Uh, and it has my picture on it. I was considerably uh, uh, younger. Yes, you were. And uh, more handsome that's, looking. That's, you know? that's, uh, that's two years ago. And I agree. You were more handsome. Even more handsome. Don't go there. Then. Don't go there. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just piggybacking on what you said. You know, the truth does set us free, right? Yeah, but it might get you in trouble later. <laughs> but uh, this book, in fact, uh, I will uh, get copies of it made, and it's something that will show up, uh, hopefully, if it can be done quickly enough, at the uh, Apologetic Boot Camp Conference as well. So um, I'm, uh, I think that we uh, finding it at, at that time was a real blessing from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, people, you can call with questions, but Sister Moss has some questions of her own uh, that uh, she'll be asking, but uh, any of you can butt in with a question of your very own. Uh, number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. What is your first question, honey? Well, we have a smorgasbord of, of, of questions here, and actually it, it's either going to be true or false. And uh, for our listening audience who perhaps tuned in on some of the previous Fridays, we dealt with prophecy. So we'll turn the corner and deal with something a little bit different. Once again, a smorgasbord of uh, things that we'd be dealing with, and but mainly true or false. So I'll start with this first one, Pastor. Now, um, does atheistic evolution, uh, do they reject God as the originator of matter or life? Uh, and do they, believe in, do they believe in evolution and, and absolutely? Yeah, I would say evolution. If, yeah, if you're talking about uh, atheistic, uh, atheists mm-hmm. and then atheistic evolution, mm-hmm. yeah, they rule God out of the whole process. And okay. Basically, what they say that is there is no God. Okay. Of course, the Bible says the fool says there's no God. That's true. But these are people with degrees who are saying this sort of thing. And, and what, what happens, but it's so bad about it, is that uh, actually they could at least have respect of the fact that uh, atheism really in the world uh, is a rare thing, mm-hmm. even as far back as Aristotle. Now, I'm not saying that Aristotle, the, the uh, Greek philosopher, that, uh, that you know, he believed in God like we do, mm-hmm. but he did believe in God, with okay. the concept of God. Okay. For him, uh, God was the unmoved mover, okay. because he reasoned in his mind, mm-hmm. he said it was like dominoes. You right. know, if you right. see a series of dominoes falling, uh-huh. what do you know? You know, somebody hit that first, or touched that, you know, all it takes is a slight touch. 
uh, you know, up against that domino, and then they just all start falling down. There you go. Yeah. That was his argument. I like that. I like that. That was, that was Aristotle. Yeah. He said something had to get that first domino right. going to start all the rest. I mean, and needless to say, it's kind of a, uh, not as full of you as right. we do, but definitely we can't say that Aristotle did not believe in a concept of God. <laughs> and he called it the uh, unmoved mover. Okay. Plato also. Plato. Another, uh, now, Plato believed in uh, some uh, heaven and a hell of some kind, and he called uh, God the ground of all being. So it's bad when uh, uh, we have people that act like the only way you can be our, uh, intelligent is to believe like they do and not believe in God because there's no evidence. And then we've got people like Plato. We've got people like Aristotle. We've got another position by the name of Galen, mm -hmm. a Greek uh, uh, position back in the day, mm -hmm. who also said uh, that there must be a God to explain the I. Okay. Uh, intelligent design. So it's bad. I don't mind anyone taking their position, but when they try to take it and say, well, all of the others of you, if only you were uh, scientists and thinkers like me, mm -hmm. you'd see my point of view. Listen, mm -hmm. there have been thinkers, even Einstein, Mm -hmm. People who believed in God. Maybe not the same kind of God that you might ascribe to, but the belief in God okay, is something that is a part of mankind, and it's not something that's uh, done by dummies. I'm just giving you your whole list and could mm -hmm. give you more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that is true then, what they believe. Yeah, and, and then we talked about evolution, didn't mm -hmm. we? Did you raise that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Atheists believe in what we call macroevolution. Okay. That would be the evolving of one species into another whole different species. Okay. Yeah? From ape to man, so on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens is, now, and Christians say, well, we don't believe in evolution. Mm -hmm. Well, there is a, a form of evolution that we can believe in. Okay. What that is called in, is theistic evolution. Mm -hmm. yeah? Theistic evolution uh, is micro Evolution. Okay. okay. Yeah. What that means, yeah, I took away one of your questions. I'm yes, sorry, but they answered it. Okay. No, 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 ask. Okay. 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 What is. <laughs> Sister Moss, don't no, play. Oh, you've already. No, I didn't answer. the cat out of the bag. I didn't say, say uh, Pastor Moss. Pastor Moss. What is. What is. Theistic. Theistic evolution. And what do they believe? What is theistic, theistic evolution? And do they believe that God created the universe and the world? But use evolution as a part of the process. Yes. That's true. Yes, that's theistic evolution. Okay. Theistic evolution, and they're not atheists. They do believe that God created the world, the universe, all of that. Mm -hmm. and, they, uh, and they also believe in evolution. But, mm -hmm. let's qualify this, mm -hmm. they don't believe in macro evolution which is the change of one animal into another animal. Mm -hmm. that, that they don't believe in. Mm -hmm. What they believe in is microevolution. Okay. That is that, uh, that uh, there's a change in species as they adapt to their environment. Mm -hmm. But a dog is still a dog, a cat is still a cat. There's no evolution where we see uh, going from ape to man or anything like that. But as we know that, uh, uh, that animals do adapt to their environment, but uh, microevolution is just explaining our species. Not that you can uh, you transform from uh, going up a ladder from a lower species to reach man. Okay, so uh, so they don't believe in uh, macro uh, evolution but from micro. a leader to man, but micro, micro change within species. Okay. that is something we as Christians can handle. Okay, so we can handle the micro evolution, but not the macro. Macro, that's right. Okay. Some Christians don't realize that they mm -hmm. think we have to be against all evolution, mm -hmm. but you can see that there's a. Uh, that the, uh, if we look at species, right, mm -hmm. uh, the dog family and the wolf family really are connected. Okay. They're, they're like, you know, they're, they're similar. They have um, differences that develop from where they live, but it's not like uh, that they are totally different. 
So, uh, so there can be micro changes within an organism, uh-huh. but macro, like from amoeba to man, that's what we don't find. Okay. A fossil record doesn't even demonstrate that. Okay. okay. And then uh, uh, when we look at it, uh, and in fact, uh, when they've uh, had uh, uh, radiation, you know, certain animals, they don't get better, they get worse. They talk about animals changing. No, they get worse when they change. So it's good that we have... Uh, the, the, the theistic evolutionary view. All right, then. That sounds good. All right, then. Now we're going to switch up a little bit and deal, deal with some of the cults, Pastor. Um, Mormonism, uh, uh, do they teach, is it true or false, that uh, they teach the doctrine of eternal, eternal progression? Absolutely. Mormonism. Absolutely. Do they teach, is it true they or false? They teach a doctrine of eternal progression. Okay. Eternal progression. It is a uh, false doctrine. Okay. A false doctrine. And it is attached to another uh, doctrine that is called apotheosis. Okay. Uh, basically, which says that man can become God. Uh-huh. And so, needless to say, once we go there, <laughs> once you say that man can become God, uh, where, does that, where do we see that coming about first in the Bible? That man can become God? Yeah. Uh, is that not Genesis? That's why we call you the Bible Oh, no. <laughs> but it's Delete true. that from your mind, <laughs> audience. I do not have that label. I will not even yes, own that label or yes, take hold of that label. Yes, you do. But that, that's right. We see that, that's the same old trick that we saw in the Garden of Eden. That's true. Right? That's you true. will be as God's doing it. In fact, it amazes me that anyone would stay in a congregation for one second if someone said, you can do like God. Oh, my you goodness. Can, you oh, can speak wow. like God. Wow. It's time to get your grip, get your Bible, and go. It sure is. Don't you know that's it how is. it started in Genesis? Yes. I mean, I know there's a, you know, uh, what, what do they say, a, a sucker born every minute? Mm-hmm. But that, that, that we should know, know better than in Sunday school. You're mm-hmm. not a God. You're not all incarnations of God. You cannot call things that are not as though you not become a God. Right. So that one, I mean, but that is the very first thing you learn should be in, in a Sunday school class, if you're dealing with Genesis, uh-huh. that you're not a God. That's what brought mankind into the trouble that it's in now. But eternal progression is what Mormons believe in. That is, Mormon men marry uh, their Mormon women in their Mormon temple, okay. and then they begin the God progression to become a God. And that's called eternal, eternal progression. progression. And another name for it in theology is called apotheosis. Okay. Apotheosis, okay. where man basically becomes God. Okay. And that has been something we've seen uh, in history many, many times. In fact, the, uh, uh, these, uh, the leaders of Rome, many of the Caesars wanted to be God. In fact, in the Bible, we have an example of where uh, this thing happens. And um, the death of Herod, one of the Herods, and it's over in Acts chapter 12, verse 20 to 23. Uh, and uh, many, I'm sure, in our listening audience, no doubt know of this, where it says in Acts chapter 12 and verse 20, And Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre and Sidon. But they came uh, with one accord to him, having made Blastus, the king's chamberlain, their friend, desired peace, because their country was nourished by the king's country. It says in verse 21, And upon a set day, Herod arrayed in royal uh, apparel, sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them. You know, waving at them and all this. Uh-huh. And the people, oh, they should have done this, Sister Moss. And the people gave a shout, saying, it is the voice of a God. Oh, my God. And not of a man. Now, that's time for you to say, shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Get out of here. Don't you dare say that. Don't say that. But he didn't do it. He took that and basked in the glow. Okay. Yes, I'm out. Now, notice 
because he gave not God the glory, and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. Right then and there. Yeah. Right then and there. struck him down right there. Wow. Now, that didn't happen to everybody. Uh-huh. But sometimes God does things as an example to show you what not to do. Right. And Absolutely. one of the worst things to do is to claim that you are a God. Mm-hmm. Then yes. it says in verse 24, after that happened, and the word of God grew and multiplied, right? Mm. All right. So uh, very uh, very dangerous stuff uh, to fool around with calling yourself a God. Let me give out that number. Area code 866-423-9578. Who is that, Gary? All right. Gary, how you doing? Oh, I hope you enjoy Independence Day with your church and that, and... Uh... Hope that everybody enjoys the holiday. I have three questions. You've had a a minister, uh, Smith, on your program Uh and and apologetics. I have three questions you can ask them. Is it possible that maybe in the future you can put them on your program so we could ask them questions? Oh, sure. I don't know. You can pray about it. No, anytime. When he's out here, uh, he'll be glad to answer questions on Thursdays. My, My three questions when you get a chance to ask them. Was the book of Job written before the flood or after the flood? And did, did he live before the flood or after the flood? That's one of my questions. I, I don't know. Then uh, and, um, there's a book called The Gospel of Peter. I think you said something about it, but it's in the early writings of the bishops of early Christianity. I wonder if he studied that or knows anything about that one, about the okay. Gospel of Peter, because they claim it was in uh, early writings. And maybe uh-huh. those other writings were there and were taken out. Then... Uh, Preachers say that uh, Mark 16, and uh, verses 16, where he said, Jesus said, He that believeth in his baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. These sounds shall follow them that believe in my name, shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay uh-huh. hands on the sick, and they shall recover. There, there are ministers saying that that uh, is questionable, that account there in Mark 16. Have you studied that, or do you know anything about that? Yeah, okay, well, what I will give these, since you asked me to, I will give these three uh, questions to um, uh, Mr. Smith, even though I could answer them, but I'll just wait and hand it over to him, and I thank you for calling and giving those questions to okay. us. Thank you very much, Gary. Enjoy the program and enjoy the holiday. Thank you. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Mawson. That saves me some work, Sister Mawson. You asked for Mr. Smith. I'll oh, give him. Well, he will be on next Thursday. He will be on He's next the Lord Thursday. to Terry. Yes. That's right. All right. All right. What, what, what next do you have? All right. And we're still, we're still dealing with the cults, Pastor. Uh, does the Christian, is it true or false uh, that the uh, Christian science believe that the devil is a liar? Is that true or is it false? I kind of heard that. Is it true that Christian science believes, believes the that the devil is, is a liar? liar. Yes. Yeah. The answer to that, that is false. Okay. They do not believe that the devil is a liar. Okay. Christian scientists would never believe something like that. And why is that? Because what they believe is that the devil is a lie. Okay. Oh. See, that makes a difference. That That's the difference. They yes. believe there is a devil. Okay. They don't believe that. Okay? Mm-hmm. See? So uh, this is it. Also, uh, they don't believe that Jesus is Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, this is a part of what we call like Antichrist doctrine, right? Mm-hmm. They believe that Jesus is a man who had Christ's consciousness come upon him. Oh. See that? So that means, once again, we're going back to something that we already talked about, right? Because you know, like I do, that Jesus Christ is God. That's right. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Okay. 100% God, 100% man, right? Yes, but yeah. right there in John, on this gospel of John, and, sure. And we also know, mm-hmm. okay, based on John chapter 1, right, mm-hmm. that he is the only incarnation of God that's that has right. ever been or ever will. That's right. So that's right. Now, now that puts Christians in a real, you know, uh, narrow position because what we affirm is that the only uh, person who is God in human form is Jesus. That's right. That knocks out Hinduism. Mm-hmm. It knocks out Christian science, unity. It knocks out a lot of religion. Like Hare Krishna. Uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, 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 therefore, uh, but that's what we have to believe. And if you don't believe that, you're not a Christian. So mm-hmm. it can't be all y'all in fleas with everything. We Either you believe in who Jesus is, who he says he is, or you don't. So, no, Christian science, no doubt influenced uh, by uh, many of them, have all, uh, especially uh, have dropped from either the New Age movement uh, or, and, and, and basically, the big mother of uh, these religions like mind science, like Christian science, like the Unity School of Christianity, the big mother of them all is Hinduism. Okay? Uh-huh. The belief in many gods and all this kind of thing, um, uh, the belief that you, uh, you know, uh, through reincarnation will become a part of nirvana and all this. And so it's trickled down into many of our cults, including actually the word faith movement, if we were would be honest about it. All right, then. All right. And, and the next one is dealing with the nation of Islam. Okay. The nation of Islam. Uh-huh. Now, is it true or false that they believe that the white man is the devil? Is that a part of their teaching? That, that the white man is the devil? The Absolutely. nation of Islam? Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Okay. That's what they teach. Mm-hmm. That's what they've been teaching for years. Mm-hmm. That's what they've been teaching for a long, long time. Okay. That's what they teach. The white and, man. And they're still teaching it? They still teach it today. Mm. The white man is the devil. Mm. He is the devil. Okay. Um, and wow, that's pretty bad. Every white person you see, according to them, is the devil. Mm. Also, uh, what they teach is that the black man is God. Mm. <laughs> black man is God, and the white man is the devil. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you a question, Sister Moss. Uh, if you teach a doctrine that says that the white man is the devil, so everybody white I see would have to be a what? A devil. A devil. Mm-hmm. Is that racism? Of course. What? 100%. Oh, no. 100%. No, no. Can't be. 100%. No, you're joking with me. No, I'm not joking. Then why isn't anybody calling them out as racist? I don't see any. Everybody talking about all the other racists that exist. Why? They talk about the Ku Klux Klan, all of them. Okay? And they're racist. They're racist. Uh-huh. We know that. We know that. But so is the nation of Israel. Uh-huh. If you're saying that anybody uh, on the basis of their race is cursed, that's racism. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's what I can't understand about the book. Uh-huh. They only, uh, they have selective hearing. Uh-huh. And it's real rough when you're an apologist like I am, okay? Uh-huh. Because, you know, anybody who has a belief is based on facts. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. And the fact is that anybody who says that the, uh, a white man is the devil, all white people are the devil, that's racist. Uh-huh. It also puts them in a position where the devil is something you hate. Uh-huh. So that would that could lead uh, someone to want to try to hurt these people and kill them. Uh-huh. So uh, so we've got to be honest with you. We, we, in other words, what this illustration is this, that racism is a sin that can come upon anybody. That's true. It that's can true. come upon anybody. That's true. And that's what we see happening in our world today. It's just that the uh, news programs that we have, we look at them are not dedicated 
to honestly talk about the facts, it gets all political, and I can't stand that because politics destroys evidence. You just get my side, your side, instead of putting it all together. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, wow. Did not know that they uh, knew that they believed that at one point, but did not know that they still adhere to that. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, so then, in other words, if you are Caucasian, if you are white, um, you cannot become a member of the NOI. Am I correct? Well, that's right. <laughs> in fact, now, now we need to realize that the Nation of Islam really, uh, they're like the NOI, the black group, they're not really a part of world Islam. Mm-hmm. They're not. Now, now right. Sister Marsh, you asked a question that's kind of discussing something now, like we're on a news program. And okay. That's okay. Because what happens is the world Islam, you know, it's over in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they know of Louis Farrakhan and Israel, but they don't support everything they teach. Okay. Well, Islam doesn't teach that the uh, white man is the devil. Okay. Their focus is on the Jews being apes and pigs. Oh, wow. What is just as bad? I don't have <laughs> to. I can read right, you know, I've got my... That's just as bad. It's just as bad. Yeah. I've got, in fact, my uh, folder right here. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people get man called in. Right. But, I'm, but I can show you right in the Quran mm-hmm. where it mm-hmm. says that the, that the Jews were turned into Jews who were turned into apes. And then, oh wow! That, that's just what it says. That's mm. the Quran. Nowhere around it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, nowhere to sugarcoat it. But at least though, world Islam does not believe that um, the white man is a devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't believe that. Uh, uh, so in that sense, they don't believe the same as NOI. But what happens is that since uh, Farrakhan calls this group Islam, they do associate with them. Okay. okay. They help them because just as the uh, as a lot of Islam is against America, mm-hmm. so is the nation of Islam against America also. Okay. So the enemy of my enemy is my friend, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we see. Uh, that's what kind of what we see there. All right then. All right. Good. Good. Uh, good. I, good. Did I get that scripture about uh, from John four twenty? No, you did not. Okay. Looking at your face, as it always does, causes me to remember things that I might forget. All right, then. And we go to the store. Don't forget <laughs> this. Then I think if you say, oop, I forgot it, let me go back in and get it. So here, uh, very much, we need to uh, make, make it clear. Make it clear. Absolutely clear. And I could go to more verses. But there is no way on this planet you can call yourself a Christian and be a racist. Come mm. on, folks. Come on. No, you can't do There's that. no way. I don't care whether you're Democrat, Republican. I don't care. You cannot be a racist. Get out of that. Black lives matter. All lives matter to God. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. I'm not a political person. I'm biblical. Mm-hmm. And I'm brave enough to be biblical. Mm-hmm. If I'm wrong, you tell me where. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that all lives are precious in itself. Yes, okay? all lives. And we all come from Mother Eve. Yes. So don't give me this reason. We all have the same mother. Yeah, come on. <laughs> okay? I'm ready to talk. But I don't talk politics. I take you straight to the B-book. Because, you know, and, and, and when you mention about uh, we all come from Eve, the... Um, her name means um, her her, main, her her name means all living. You know yeah, what I mean? Mother of all living. Mother of all Genesis living. Of all, all means all. Preachers from all. No, no, I'm not preaching. No, all. go ahead. Made a statement. No, all no. Means all. <laughs> <laughs> but and here and, and people don't realize it. We got to stand before God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're going to stand before God a racist? Mm-hmm. Haven't been someone black lives matter instead of just talking about all of us? What are you talking about? Mm. It says in 1 John 4 and 20, very clear. If a man say, I love God, mm-hmm. it's 1 John 4 and 20. Mm-hmm. If a man say, I love God, 
and hates his brother, mm -hmm. he is a liar. That's what he said. He's said. That's what he said. Mm -hmm. Do what you want to do. I'm just mm -hmm. telling you what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. For he that loves not his brother whom he has seen. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay? If you can't believe the brother before you, because your skin color and stuff is different than you, mm -hmm. if you cannot believe the, your brother who you have seen, how can you love God whom you have not seen? Mm -hmm. Wow. That's what the Bible says. Wow. Mm -hmm. I would just hope. It would just be real funny. People get to heaven. Mm -hmm. Every uh, white person who looks at Jesus, he turns black. Mm -hmm. Every black person who looks at Jesus, he turns white. Now, that's not going to happen, mm -hmm. but that would really blow our mind. Mm -hmm. The Lord should do that mm -hmm. just to show how stupid, stupid we've been mm -hmm. down here with this racism stuff. Yeah, yeah. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Once again, Americans are ready to celebrate the 4th of July. Very ready indeed. But let's remember that the holiday is actually known as Independence Day, marking the anniversary of the act of American patriots in declaring independence from Great Britain. The Declaration of Independence is the nation's birth certificate. More than that, Independence Day marks a momentous event in human history. For the first time, a new nation was established upon the premise that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. For more than 200 years, the United States of America has been learning how to fulfill that promise. But on Independence Day, we celebrate the fact that this world-changing promise was made and a new nation was born, a nation founded upon liberty, dignity, and self-government. Happy Independence Day. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, for those considering careers in politics and policy. On the upcoming Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise with Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers along with Bible teaching and worship. This travel experience is hosted by Salem Media Group and our partners Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Bring home life-changing memories to treasure and stories to share. Join us for this unforgettable Alaska cruise this summer by calling 855-565-5519 or visit deeperfaithcruise.com. Here at Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell blesses our airwaves every weekday with the good news of our Lord. Get a modern Teach Talk perspective on Scripture and real-world problems. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell. Listen to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell weekday mornings at 11 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Putts, pars, and pastors. Tee it up at the 2021 Pastors Masters with WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Registration is open for this year's tournament Monday, September 13th at the Westwind Golf Club in Oakland Township. The cost is $20 for 18 holes and includes continental breakfast, lunch, prizes, and fellowship. Reserve your spot by logging on to faithtalkdetroit.com. Sign up yourself, a group, or gift the round to a pastor. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com for more Pastors Masters information. Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Odyssey.com today.
code, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss and my companion for life, Sister Moss, with me, helping me on this particular program. And what a great addition to the radio uh, show Sister Moss is when I can get her to do it. Okay? <laughs> I told her I'll wash the dishes. I'll cook the food. Wait a minute. We might die if that happens. But I'll do it. Well, well, you know, you can't really wash the dishes because the dishwashers washes the dishes. Well, so that's, that's uh, you have to do something else. Can I cook? <laughs> Well, no, you can't cook. No, no. <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Moss and and uh, Sister Moss. And got to tell you about that apologetics conference, coming up on August the 28th. It will be the uh, first one uh, that we've had in a long time. It's going to be, it's called... Uh, apologetic boot camp. Uh, that's what it is, to train people, uh, Christians, how to defend the faith. From A to Z, I've got all the lessons put together already. It amazes me how many uh, letters, uh, lessons I have, mm-hmm. dealing with every subject you can imagine, uh, even some subjects that are not necessarily dealing with the cults. But apologetics, how to defend the faith, it's uh, open to all to come. You'll be hearing more about it. Uh, we're going to have it uh, at, uh, around breakfast time, maybe 10, 10.30, and uh, get out maybe shortly after uh, in the afternoon, but you will love it. You will learn a lot, and uh, you'll keep coming. So I'm uh, going we'll tell you more about that uh, real soon. But uh, put that on the calendar, August 28th, our Apologetics Conference, uh, Apologetic Boot Camp. Uh, Sister Martin, any other questions? Well, let's switch it over to the JWs. Okay. When I say uh, JWs, I'm actually referencing to the Jehovah Witnesses. Mm-hmm. Now, is it true that they believe that Jesus is Michael the Archangel? Is that true or false? Yeah, it's true. That that's what they believe. That is what they believe, and and and, and that's an amazing. Uh, concept to me. Okay. To believe that Jesus is Michael the Archangel. And why is it so amazing? Well, what it does is that leads to another false belief. Mm. Because one thing for sure, right? If you say that Jesus is Michael the Archangel, okay, definitely you cannot say that Jesus is who? God. There you go. Absolutely. Okay, right? Because angels are created beings. They are created beings. So, and this is where the Jehovah's Witnesses are, which gets them. Also into another trap, right? Because first, Jesus is Michael the Archangel. Okay. okay? Um, that means he's a created being. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh, if it's a created being, he can't be God. Uh-huh. But they insist that he can be a almighty God. Okay. But not God. Okay. There's no such thing as that. What is a a almighty God? <laughs> a almighty God? No, just, you want to explain that to, to no. us? So that, that's them. They come out. <laughs> Here they come around being polytheists. Okay. If you really believe what they believe, uh-huh. you believe in more than one God. Okay. And, and that's heresy. Uh-huh. That's heresy. Uh-huh. That's why the doctrine of the Trinity comes in. Okay. The doctrine of the Trinity, got God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, right? Same in nature, essence, substance, just different in person and office, uh-huh. but only one God. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then, for them to say, though, that, that takes us far afield because your question was focusing on them saying that, that Jesus is Michael the Archangel. Archangel okay. yeah. What they believe is that Michael the Archangel all right, uh, uh, took on human form, uh-huh. came to the earth. Then, when he died, 
okay, when he died, you know, Michael the Archangel, who they say is Jesus when he dies, uh-huh. that he got back to his angelic form, okay, and went back to heaven. Uh-huh. So in that case now, with this false doctrine that they start out with, they not only wind up denying that Jesus is God, a word made flesh, they also deny that he rose from the dead, okay, because he was in, he just turned back into an angel. Okay? Now, there's a lot of proof texts we could use to show, uh, first of all, that Michael is not Jesus. Okay? Uh-huh. We, could, okay. we, uh, we could use. However, we'll just use one of them. Now, uh, when we get to actually studying this in our uh, apologetics conference, all right, when we get to studying it, we're going to break down a lot of stuff. Everybody will walk, walk away with information. They're going to have sheets galore on all these particular groups. And all the, all the work is already done. Basically, I'm just uh, putting it together. But um, one thing that proves that, uh, that Michael the Archangel could not be Jesus is this. Over in Jude, and uh, Jude is just you know, real simple. <laughs> you know, just call it a book, but really it's a letter, and quite a letter, where it says here in uh, Jude verse 8. So we can't look for chapters in Jude, just Jude verse 8. Uh-huh. It says, also, and let me start, well, let me start from 7, get some traction here, Sister Mars. It says in Jude 7, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them, in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Verse 8, Likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominions, and speak evil of dignities. Uh-huh. Then, now I'm going to show you this, and you tell me what's wrong with it. Okay. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring against him a really accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke thee. Once again. Uh-huh. Yet Michael, this is Jude 9, yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke thee. Uh-huh. What's wrong with that picture? It's a lot wrong with that picture. Well, break it down. And you're going to break it down <laughs> and explain it to all this audience. Do you guys see what I'm married to? <laughs> Do you see how she just bosses me around? But that's all right. We're going to take a break. And I'll be back with the answer. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services and MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch to you can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE, 844-57-BIBLE. Hey, it's Laura Story. Alaska will truly take your breath away. If you've ever wanted to see grizzlies catching salmon or humpback whales leaping from the water, I hope you'll join Salem Media Group 
and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, this summer to experience all this and more as we draw closer to the Creator for seven unforgettable days. Go online to deeperfaithcruise.com to register worry-free until June 8th. Deeperfaithcruise.com A Moment of Destiny from Pastor Paul Shepard. I want to tell you that God is calling you to a place in your life where you are willing to sacrifice for the persons that he brings into your life. There is no point in having a love that must be convenient in order to help its object. There is no point in having a love that doesn't go out of its way. Because how many know most of the time, if you're going to be a blessing to people, you're going to have to go out of your way. Pastor Paul Shepard is the senior pastor of Destiny Christian Fellowship in Northern California. The program is heard daily on radio stations across America and anytime at pastorpaul.net. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We're on the air with Pastor Moss and Sister Moss. We've got Abby on the line. How you doing, Abby? Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you? Hi, Sister Moss. Hi, Abby. How are you? So good to hear your voice. I do remember that voice, and I remember that name. Yes, indeed. I love you all so much and had an off day. I said, let me just call in and speak to my favorite people. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for calling in, Abby. Yes, indeed. And you know what I'm calling in, you guys can laugh at it, but it's really something that's taking the society by storm. They're talking about alien intervention and how these extraterrestrial beings are actually angels of light coming to the earth to enlighten mankind. The sad part is that a lot of Christians are even going in that way with the Church of Scientology and other organizations actually establishing themselves as churches claiming to be able to communicate with these beings. My take on it is that, you know, the scripture tells us that Satan has transformed his ministers into angels of light, and if it were possible, they would deceive the very elect. I perceive that these types of infiltrations are demonic. I don't perceive that they are of good intention and they're actually enlightening beings coming to help mankind. Well, I would say this, I would say this to you. Let us, let us pause just a, a little bit and wait, because they're saying these things, but, uh, but, but, but even though they're saying them, they're not sure exactly what these things are. That's why they're still being called UFOs. Now, what, okay. what, would, what would remove the speculation? Well, you've seen the uh, science fiction movies like I've seen, where the aliens yes. actually land and come out. I mean, once they do that, right. we kind of know what we're dealing with. But right now, yes. it is just 
uh, speculation. It's possible it could be. Now, definitely, you're right. Uh, there can be demons who can um, uh, do things. Okay? So it's possible that they could be masquerading under this uh, UFO uh, kind of deal. But we don't know that for sure. Uh, and if they're demons, well, kind of easy for us as Christians to deal with. Because okay? we know in the name of Jesus, they get out of here. Okay? So I would, yeah, I would wait a while, though, before I uh, definitely put, uh, say, that it is this or that until that uh, term, UFO, which means unidentified flying objects, mm -hmm. goes. Okay? So, but definitely it's, it's something to think about. It's something that uh, uh, is on the table. Yes, indeed. And another question I'm going to ask you along that line, um, the fallen angels. Now, there was a scripture that talked about that the angels, these fallen angels, they're now translated as demons, right? And they looked upon womankind and saw they were fair, and they actually integrated and procreated with these women and, free, um, with, and brought forth these, um, these beings. And well, now, that, that, too, is something that is uh, speculative. You talk about where it says the sons of God saw the daughters of men. Sons of God can apply not only to angels, but to men as well. So it's hard to, uh, we don't have absolute proof that uh, actually these were fallen angels who did uh, have sex and wind up giving birth to babies. There's some who do uh, believe that. Uh, angels, as we know, are in uh, a spiritual form. They're spirits. They don't inhabit uh, physical form. Uh, so unless they uh, somehow possess some human bodies or something, but that's not, but we we just don't know. That's another thing that we don't, don't have a lot of evidence for, is that it actually happened that way. It's not that it's heresy to say so, but that's something that in, in theology is something that we still uh, might have to be a little skeptical of. But, it's, but definitely the thing that's so amazing about the Bible, uh, sis, is all this stuff is on the table. Look at, <laughs> look at all the things that could possibly be. It is. Now, the funny, now, this is the last thing I want to ask you about. Now, Go ahead, greedy. We don't mind. Be greedy. Okay, yes, I will. And I think it's the 28th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. A lot of people gave reference to that being a UFO. In a 28th chapter? I think it's the 28th chapter of the book of Ezekiel that describes a, a vehicle or something that, you know, that ascent, you know, descended from the, you know, the atmosphere, and I would say the universe, as some people say, and actually it gave referendum. Some people say that it was a, a UFO. And they said, well, Ezekiel saw the wheel. He's the prophet that saw the wheel, so he saw the vehicle. I <laughs> <laughs> And he's seen the, 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 the vehicle, Tom. Yes. What chapter, is that, what chapter is that you said? I think it's the 28th chapter. Let's see. Um Hold on just a moment. I think it's the 28th chapter because, you know, as I was listening, I'm like, uh oh, let me start documenting some stuff here. It refers to a vehicle that he saw in the sky. And I think it is the 28th chapter, if I'm not mistaken. I think I did because I tried to write it down in a hurry. I'm like, really? Uh oh. Okay. Now, I've read that, in fact, before. We're talking about the wheel and the middle of the wheel and all of that kind of thing? Yes, yes. I think. Let me see. You say 28. I don't 
see it in 28. I thought it was the 20 because I, I had to write it down real quick. And I'm like, listen, and say, wait a minute. Really, this is in the scripture? Yeah, I think you're talking about 10. Ezekiel chapter 10, where it uh, uh, talks about, yeah, verse 9, And when I looked, behold, the four wheels by the cherubims, one wheel by one cherub, and another wheel by another cherub, and the appearance of the wheels was as the color of, of brimstone. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay, well, here... Now, you know what a cherub is? Yes. What, what's a cherub? Angel. Angels. Yeah, these are angels. These are heavenly beings. Not souls, not anything. These are, uh, in fact, uh, we find that there are uh, different orders of angels, and uh, cherub is one of them. So wheel in the middle of a wheel, this is just talking about the movement of these angels. Uh-huh. So cherub gives you your, 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 uh, the key answer here. Because this absolutely proves that it is not uh, a UFO if it's a cherub. Cherubs were angels created by God. In fact, that is the order of angel that uh, Lucifer was, is cherub. Okay? And he fell from that uh, uh, position and became demonic. You know? So cherub here, that, that takes it away from any kind of uh, alien because cherub, uh, uh, cherubims or cherubs are angelic beings. They're not UFO creatures. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And all in that chapter, that's exactly what it talks about, the activity of, of uh, cherubs. So that wheel in the middle of the wheel, all Ezekiel could do, see, assist, he's just describing it. <laughs> he's just describing how these angels were moving. Uh, he's not saying they were in vehicles. He just is trying to say, here's how they move, like wheels in the middle of a wheel. Okay? So this has nothing to do with uh, 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 UFOs. Okay, okay. Well, I certainly wanted to validate that. I said, well, wait a minute here. <laughs> that's a little bit... On the Bible Talk program, darling. Call in. That's what it's all about, is dealing with your Bible questions. Thank, Thank you very you much. So much. Thank we you. Have a wonderful evening. Okay, bye. Yeah, you can call anytime. Call anytime. Yeah, you know, it's very interesting. I've, I've actually heard, and that was a good um, question that she called in and asked. Yes. Me, because I've heard preachers, you know, preach on this and uh, about the wheel in the middle of a wheel. And, yes, I have actually heard uh, those in Christendom who have referred to this as um, um, uh, actually making reference to it being a possible UFO. Mm-hmm. But... If you know, that's why we have to look at the Word of God and rightly divide it. And like you brought to um, the, the attention uh, to, to Abby, um, and you asked her what is a cherub, and of course she answered the question. She said, a "Cherub is an angel." Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if it's an angel, then we know it's not uh, an unidentified flying object. Flying object. Yeah. Angels are identifiable. But angels you, are angels. But you see how the Bible answers its own question. It, it does. If you go you through it, and allow it to do, allow it to do so. Yeah. In yeah. fact, in uh, Ezekiel uh, 10 and 16, it's very clear. And when the cherubim, cherubims, which are angels, which are angels, uh, went, the wheels went by them. Mm-hmm. This was their movement. And then a UFO, yeah. not describing yeah. UFO, yeah. but I, there was a, a writer by the name of Von Donegan mm-hmm. who was talking about ch- ch- the chariots and all this stuff and mm-hmm. was saying that this was UFO. Never mm-hmm. do that. These are angels. Mm-hmm. Okay? It says, and the cherubims lifted up their wings, okay? that's what angels have, have to mount 
up from the earth, the same wheels also turned not from beside. Uh -huh. okay? well, when they stood, these stood, and when they were lifted up, these were lifted up themselves also, for the spirit of the living creature was in them. Right. They're called living creatures because angels aren't human. Right. Right? That's uh, right. Then the glory of the Lord departed from off the threshold of the house and stood over the cherubims, the cherubims, and the cherubims lifted up their wings. Now, what this is describing is the Holy Spirit leaving Israel. Uh -huh. They've fallen into apostasy, and so the movement of these angels is showing we're no longer bringing God's presence here, and they move on. Uh -huh. But it has absolutely nothing uh -huh. to do with UFOs, uh -huh. nothing at all. Nothing if you put all. it in the context of the Bible, yeah. it's very clear. It's very clear. That's why that, apologi that's why that apologetics yeah. conference is so important that we're having. We're going to be going into uh, all of the, 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 the details. People will get free information handed to them. We ask for a donation, but there's going to be, uh, in fact, I'm thinking of getting a little notebooks for them, you know, uh -huh. so they can put the papers in, but definitely they don't want to miss it on uh, August uh, uh, 28th. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, then. Well, you just want to give out that number again, once again? Well, you're working me. Why don't you give I'm working you like a dog. <laughs> uh, you, know, that, you know, that is your favorite phrase. There you go. Listen, guys, if you enjoy this program, and definitely we enjoy bringing it to you, what you need to do is uh, send donations to P.O. Box, that's P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make uh -huh. uh, out those checks to Bible Bootcamp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. And the next time we're on the air, we're going to give shout-outs to all those people who sent donations. Uh, we got maybe about uh, uh, $500 mm -hmm. in the mail. The other day. And we appreciate it because it costs yes. 2000 yes. a month to a keep month. this program going. Yes, it does. So if you guys enjoy it, uh, it couldn't be a better thing to give to than, than any ministry that's serving the Lord. Absolutely. And especially this one where we are dedicated uh, to teaching the Word of God. Amen. Absolutely. So uh, remember our Sunday services? Uh-huh. 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Yeah, we yep. have Sunday service every Sunday at 11 o'clock in person on yep. the campus. And yep. so... Feel free to come out and be a part of the service. That's right. Come out. Uh, we are COVID ready. Yeah. We have our distancing in so. place. Uh, Definitely uh, so. We're still wear. COVID ready. Yeah, we're COVID ready. We're wearing the mask, yeah. and we are still taking the temp. Taking the temperature, taking yeah. We, and we still practice social six foot, was three, then six foot, so... We make sure we keep that six foot. That's right. But we got a lot of, we got a lot of space to fill. We got a lot of space. We yeah. a bit, so yeah. shouldn't be any problem seeing you there. Yeah. And so definitely we um, uh, appreciate that. want you to come. And please remember, uh, the, uh, uh, put it on the calendar, August 28th, okay, you, uh, the, uh, on your calendar, apologetic uh, boot camp. Yeah, it's going to be great. You'll love it. It's going to be interactive. You can ask all the questions you want, and we look forward to uh, seeing you there. All right. Uh, how, much, how much time do we have? Uh, well, I don't think we have much time, but, but uh, now I can't do a cliffhanger. I can't put it out there, and it will have to hang all the way to next Friday. What is your cliffhanger? So uh, uh, it's still doing with Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, do they believe, is it true or false, do they believe that Jesus rose from the dead in a resurrected body? Is that true or false? when it comes to the Jehovah's Witnesses doctrine or their teachings? Well, I'll tell you what. What I'm going to do is not answer the question. Well, I'll answer the question, mm -hmm. but I won't give the rebuttal mm -hmm. until next time. Okay. The answer to that question is this. Uh, absolutely, they do not believe, Jehovah's Witnesses do not believe that Jesus rose from the dead in the body. Okay. They don't believe that. Okay? They believe that he rose from the dead spirit. Spirit. Yeah. Now, wow, 
you're talking about something that a typical Sunday school class should be able to answer. Uh-huh. It's that question. Yeah? It's really, really clear. But that's what they maintain. Remember, they believe that he was Michael the Archangel anyway. So he started out as a spirit being, uh-huh. uh, came down, took on the body. Then when he died, he just took his spirit form and went back up. Okay. That's where they are. Okay. But that, of course, is absolutely false. And uh, it's amazing how, because Jehovah's Witnesses do kind of study the Bible. Even yeah. though they've doctored up their, yeah, yeah. their own version, yeah, the New World they Translation. The, yeah, they have the New World Translation. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. the thing right there. Yeah. But still, it's very clear that if we look at the Bible, that Jesus rose in his body. It's okay. clear as a bell. Uh, and we will uh, continue uh, uh, looking at that next time. And you elaborate even more. We'll elaborate even okay. more on that. Because uh, these are the kind of things you need when you're talking to people that are in the cults. Uh, unfortunately, today, uh, the church is being uh, uh, messed up by many, many false teachings. So uh, very much it's a time for apologetics uh, and to be at churches which are teaching uh, the Word of God. Amen. But, so I will uh, I'll just talk to them. How much time we got, uh, Luke? Hello, Luke? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we got one minute. Sister Walker, I want to thank you. Look it forward to uh, being here today. Look forward to uh, uh, being with you on Friday. Yes. Trying to get other days out of you, but if oh, I can't, boy. I don't know. I'm going to buy flowers. I'm going to buy candy. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. But I, I get flowers on a regular basis, so you yeah. have to do better than that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get money. <laughs> Maybe I, get well, I, money. I get money on a regular ah. basis. You got to do better than that. <laughs> Everyone, all we can say is pray that Sister Martha take more days yes, for us to be together. But I'd like to say to everyone, God bless you. God bless you. Keep studying your Bibles, and we'll see you next time. God bless. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ventures. Christian Teach Talk Radio is so important. Keep up to date with all things Faith Talk. Subscribe to our newsletter at faithtalkdetroit.com. Looking for Christians in business? Go to faithtalkdetroit.com and enter keyword chamber to find out more about Michigan Christian Chamber of Commerce. This is WLQV. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.